With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, and welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith, here once again with my buddies Chuck in the flesh and John who is in an airport pet section? What is, John, where are you? I I traveled with a friend's pet. I was pet delivering. So now I'm fine. I'm, I'm in LAX. The best slash worst airport? Did mm. you, traveling with a pet, did you uh, sneak a Cobra in your suitcase? If only. In his pants. Well, I... Hey now. Oh, we needed a hey now, I forgot. <laughs> I can't really. I don't really think of cobras and planes the same way anymore. No, oh, after that Samuel L. Jackson. I remember. Movie. I remember seeing snakes on a plane on opening night. Is that when Samuel L. Jackson jumped the snake? Yes, mm-hmm. he, he did jump the snake. I remember being disappointed. Like yeah. we knew it was tongue in cheek. We knew it was self-aware. It didn't go far, like far enough or something. It wasn't funny enough. They introduced a black belt karate guy in like the first five minutes. And he did not use karate later to fight snakes. Oh, and I man. was like, what are they even doing here? Yeah. I was pretty excited. I was a letdown. That's no good. Yeah. How do you not use like snake style kung fu against snakes? Uh, exactly. So snakes on a plane, despite it all, I was disappointed. Speaking of disappointment, you guys have breakfast? <laughs> yeah. I went to uh, Burger King. You love Burger King. It's so close did, to my did house. Did you use an app or did, did you use uh, the self I did kiosk? Use, no, self that's at Hardee's. Oh. Yeah, they give you 10% off to punch in your own order into an iPad pretty much at Hardee's. But today, I went to Burger King, had me the uh, croissant winch. That's what I go with. I had the two for uh, buy one, get one free. Croissant witch. Croissant witch with the uh, sausage this time. Went with the sausage. It's uh, disgusting. I read recently that I have a biology in my in my gut that requires this sort of food now. Um, after oh no, yeah. If if uh, so, our our stomach and intestines have these uh, microbes that feed off of good food, healthy food. Were you on f- a probiotics website? It was it was it was something I saw on Facebook. It was a, it was a mess. It was like three a.m. I was really messed up. The bars were closed. Is this like that time you went to a website that told you you couldn't get AIDS anymore? Yeah, I, I thought about it. if I could just take a pill. You guys, we're not going to say it on air. Chuck's plan for avoiding AIDS horrifying. Yeah. and absolutely not true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it involves it involves it involves a Haitian voodoo uh, witch doctor. We were like Chuck. That is not going to keep you from getting an STD. No pill of the serpent. So, uh, but yeah. What were we talking about? Yeah, uh, something about, King King. Something about the, the flora and fauna of your Oh, yeah. Guts. So what I've realized is that at, by this point in my life, there's no way I can avoid eating garbage food because my body craves it. It's what I wake up thinking about and going to bed. And I'm sure like a whole 30 will wash all that crap out of my system, but I'm not doing that. Right. Life's too short. Eat all the crap. I mean. You should. I we might die tomorrow. You don't know. It's possible. We just put we just put the Air Force uh, nuclear bomber fleet on twenty four hour uh, alert. It hasn't happened since the Cold War. Oh my goodness! We're all cool. gonna die. But welcome to our podcast. Enjoy this diversion. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great diversion. My breakfast diversion was once again eating my son's leftover food, which he will not eat. We made a very clear verbal agreement. Mm-hmm. Me and my two-year-old. If we make these Lunchable pizzas, you're going to eat at least one of these Lunchable pizzas. And he was like, yes. I was like, so if you don't eat this pizza, you're going to get in bed and go to bed. Yes. So what happens if you don't eat this pizza? My go to bed. Okay. So we're going to make these pizzas. You're going to eat these pizzas? Yes. Tell me what we're going to do with these pizzas. 
am I going to eat these pizzas? <laughs> like I went through it. It was a very explicitly right. spelled out uh, thing. So we, we make the pizzas. He does a real good job putting the, the, the tomato sauce on there, the cheese on there, puts them in the microwaves. And he's like, Mino like it. Mino eat. <laughs> oh, man. I got kind of angry. Your son speaks like a Stephen King toddler. I think, I think your, uh, your kid is a genie. Well, that his, his uh, a... yeah. Well, he's not <laughs> doing a Mino like you. Know, no, it seems like no matter, <clears throat> yeah. no matter what he, you said to him, he was going to find a way to make you not like this deal. That's right, what it was. right. He really was, he was working around it. So I got kind of angry, and then I'm like, I'm angry at my two-year-old for not eating this pizza thing. But I really felt like we spelled it out clearly, and he understood. Mm-hmm. So, What's a Lunchable pizza? You know, like Lunchable's? Like those little yeah. crackers and yeah. bits of ham. A Lunchables pizza is just that, but it's with, that, but like it, it, a little packet of tomato sauce and cheese. Mm-hmm. And you just put them on there. And Maybe a couple pepperones. No, no, no. This is the oh. ve- veggie version. Oh, the veggie version. Yeah. No nitrates do you, do, yet. Do you put it in the oven or do you just eat it? No, the no. You just pop, like pop it in the microwave if like you must. 20 seconds. Yeah. 20 seconds to heat up the cheese. So I had those left over because, mm. I mean, I, I feel like I need to eat it. No, well, it'd be a waste. And I was angry. I had to teach him a lesson that I will eat it if you, you don't. You showed I don't, him. Yeah, I know. I'm the boss of him. You I, ate that Lunchable. <laughs> <laughs> Did you make him sit in his high chair and Massive watch you? Sense. No, no. I mean, I put I put him in bed, and then he was so sad that he was in his bed last night. I'm like, eh. No. I don't, you learn. Not, he's so sad. No, they need to <laughs> eat. Kids need to eat. That's just this whole world. My son, he's so picky. Yeah. If he doesn't eat, he doesn't eat. Right. That's it. I'm not giving you some other crap. We did go through. He, he didn't eat, but I, but he got out of bed. Yeah. You know, I was like, I don't leave him. I mean, this was a this was a false threat on my half. Oh, I, I can't carry this out. He already found the weakness. Yeah. Chinks uh, in your armor. He's going to remember him. that. And yeah. He's like, this it's like is like a my... T Rex testing the fence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you have for breakfast, John? Well, I had a red eye flight, and I didn't know that the airport I was coming out of didn't have the all night food court. Ew. That's tough. Which BNA, two thumbs down. Can I Yelp review an airport? Is that a thing? One hundred percent yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna shut this place down, oh, man. Patron. With thumbs downs. We need to get our. So I ended up having like, like the gross like Hudson Valley snack pack. <laughs> what is that place well, Hudson, called? Hudson News, right? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Oh, terrible. Well, nothing. You just get a but, Hudson News. You get some trail mix. Like a. Oh yeah. This, some this juice. Is a, this is a disgusting airport meal. Yeah, it's really it's like $8? bad. Like a big downer. But as soon as you as soon as you arrive in LAX, you do the all cornucopia oh, yeah. foods had delicious, delicious Chinese food. Mm-hmm. If I'm at the airport, I'm eating fourteen to twenty thousand calories because yeah, that that's my. Because you're just bored. You're super bored. Well, and it's the whole going back to our uh, pending annihilation via nuclear weapons. You never know if you're going on an airplane if you'll leave that airplane in one piece. <laughs> Stuff that Cinnabon in your face, bruh. Get crazy like, with it. I like going you're to so the wine bars with all your, the, uh, <laughs> I'm like Steve Kerr, man. I go to the wine bar. I get those cheese plates. Ooh, an aristocrat, <laughs> huh? I don't. I don't take the time to to, to show everyone the the new the new form triangle offense we're going to run in Golden <laughs> State. I just slam it right in my face. When, so, when you travel, Chuck, when you're scared of nuclear war, I'm mm-hmm. just more scared of what exactly that liquor drink I ordered is going to cost. Mm. Like, wow, seventeen forty two. 1742 for a Jack Daniels <laughs> for or a single Jack on the rock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, those were our break. You got to, you got to know what you're getting into with the airport. You just, you're just like, I'm going to spend a hundred dollars right now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, that's also my Disney world plan. You can't think about money. Yeah. Just buy whatever you want. Just do w- it. Worry about it later. All right. Those were our breakfasts. After our breakfasts, we moved to our breakfast in bed. Apologies. This is our chance to make right. What we might've gotten wrong on any previous episode. It is often frequently the first time we talk about basketball. Does anyone have anything they need to apologize for? In lieu of actually listing the myriad teams I need to, and players, I need to apologize, I'm just going to uh, channel all of my energies into fighting the NRA for the rest of my life. (laughs) So that's going to be my move here. I'm going to apologize. Oh, maybe I'll give like a little kind of a crappy apology, maybe through my... uh, I'll probably like issue something through my PR firm, but at the end, I'm just going to make sure everyone knows I'm going to take down the NRA guys. So <laughs> no apology necessary, right? This yeah. is a really bizarrely political stance. I consider you to be <laughs> almost apolitical, John. Yeah. John gets so mad that I listen to NPR 
and he's oh, he uh, really angry, and about he's that. not a conservative. Yeah, which is weird. No, <laughs> John gets really angry about the the liberal propaganda machine that is NPR. Right, and then yeah, that, what he's else like, is I there? might I might lean liberal, but I don't like the fact that they're a PR propaganda arm of this. Right. That, that bothers me. <laughs> that, that's those are John Burr's beliefs spelled out for all of our listeners. Mm-hmm. You don't want my beliefs. Stick to Chuck's beliefs. I know. Who are you Chuck, apologizing to, Chuck? Chuck? What, do you, what, what do you got? Today, to I, I, I said it earlier. It's the clip show. I'm three games in worrying about my under, my under lock. You're saying them beating the Suns and Lakers. <laughs> yeah, don't you, worry about Has it, you concerned hey, man. about your predictions? No, uh, it's. I think the team's kind of got a little bit of that like jerky swagger that works in the modern NBA. Pat Beverly looks uh, ravenous. And he's got a chance to run a team on his own for the first time. And he feels like he can do it. I was worried about the leadership vacuum with uh, Chris Paul leaving and Blake kind of filling that hole. But I think Pat Beverly's doing that, doing that dirty work. I know Clippers. You guys ready for my million dollar t-shirt idea? Sure. Next Fast Break Breakfast t-shirt. Beavis and Butthead, Pat <laughs> Beverly, Blake Griffin. <laughs> That's, That's pretty good. Great. That will once again. Who ap- doesn't want a Beavis and Butthead shirt? Uh, anyone under thirty-two? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> or over eighteen? Because there's like sixteen-year-olds right. who really love it. narrow window. Right. Uh, the Urban Outfitters demographic. Oh, the most cherished demographic of all. Yeah. <laughs> the kids who read Tumblr fashion blogs. You say Pat Beverly going to run a team on his own now? Definitely on his own with Milos yeah. Teodosic mm-hmm. out so sad. with Poor the Milos. torn plantar fascia, which is a injury which derailed my. Uh, my sports career as well. But I, ultimate frisbee my career? My ultimate frisbee <laughs> career, very much hampered by the torn plantar fascia. Part of this, though, uh, for me, the reason why I went under is because I, I completely despise Blake Griffin and his bro-like ways and ethos. Um, and I think what I'm doing now by apologizing is a Chuck specialty, which is the double reverse jinx. Oh, that's uh, good. So this is, is what I'm loving to do, and now it's a double-triple reverse talking about... It's so meta, it's like the inception of jinxes. So you're going to try to out-Weinstein me here? Mm. <laughs> All right. Very well. Fakey, no fakey. I think Clippers fans are also energized, even though they, they have beaten two of the worst teams. I yeah. think they're, they look at the team right now and they think actually getting rid of Chris Paul has made Blake Griffin a better player and improved the energy if you will, of, of the team. So maybe. Yeah. I'm still uh, okay with my under. I, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not buying in. Gallo hasn't done much. Their guard rotation. Uh, Austin Rivers, one of the heroes of the season so far, uh, as far as someone who is terrible at shooting. Mm-hmm. I think he's three but for he's 18. But he's good at defense, and the Clippers look really good at defense. It's true. Playing two of but the worst again, teams. We'll do that. Playing two of the worst teams <laughs> of all time. Um, yeah. Gallo has done something, though. What's that? He's shown me enough to make me spend $30 on him in our iShop Fantasy Basketball League. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to revisit the iShop Fantasy Basketball League. It is I have the, no clue what's going on. It is the greatest thing I've ever done. Fantasy Basketball It league. is the most exciting fantasy basketball I've ever played. And bewildering. It's, it's completely befuddling. Uh, my apology, I actually had a few. It's easy to find things that we think we're wrong about, be it the Orlando Magic winning a couple of games. Uh... But I think I'm going to say, I'm going to apologize to a guy I'm happy who's back, Jared Bayless, who oh. I took very high in our International Stackhouse of Pancakes Negative Fantasy League for Whoopsie. pride and glory. And because uh, in my mind, he's an inefficient chucker so far on the year. Yes, the Sixers aren't winning, but man's he's knocking going down. right every time, Jared. Yeah, that's true. He, as soon as this defenses figure out that he only goes one direction, mm-hmm. but he's hitting all his shots. He's playing very efficient basketball. Happy to have him back. Uh, you know, a guy who misses almost a whole year. Wasn't sure he'd be back, but after a few games, he's looking good, looking spry, hitting his shots. So apologies, Jared Bayless. I doubted you. Speaking of our iShop negative fantasy basketball league over at Fantrax.com, which is a, a highly customizable fantasy website which we are learning how to use we're doing that we're playing that with our patreon supporters uh love those guys who have spent money to support our show on a monthly basis love y'all i'm telling you the stack house of pancakes league i was up by 15 on our buddy sam and in 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 i shop you can go negative which is bad so you get points for going positive 
I was winning. I thought about taking a knee, which is when you pull your guys out. Because, mm-hmm. again, with the oh, volatility of it yeah. all, you don't know if you're going to win or lose. I had Kinsane Clown Posse still to go. And I'm like, I'm up by 16. I'm just going to play them for fun. I'm going to roll the dice on a free roll. Kinsane was incredible on Sunday night. Hit all of his shots. He was at a negative 20, so I blew my whole lead. Oh. I, was, I was like, well, I deserve this for trying to... Uh, you know, kind of taunt Sam, but he did. Uh, Kinsane missed his final shot. I won by fifteen hundredths of a point. Greatest rush of my life, John. <laughs> that is a last-second game loser. It winner? was a la- It was really. I'm watching the last minute of the game as if I'd slapped a couple hundo down on the game, saying, "Just miss one shot. Commit a foul. Miss a shot. Commit a foul. Miss a shot." And he and, <laughs> Get ejected. and he Get missed. Ejected. He missed a pull up, uh, like a fifteen footer. Won it by fifteen hundredths. So if you, this is a league, folks, where Keith. Awarded Bobby Portis, I believe it was twenty points for punching his teammate in the I face. St- I still need that's to actually, a good kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. I need to. <laughs> it, it, there is some leeway with the authoritarian power I wield as commissioner in this league. The to, power is uh, gone yeah, very, to his head. Very Gadalian. Yeah, very where Gidalian, I'm like, folks. yeah, yeah. Oh no, yeah. You broke a face of your teammate in an off the court uh, kerfuffle. Yeah, you get twenty points. I don't. Like, I don't know if that's everything we uh, claim it is to be. What, with what that fight. Much? I think there might oh. be some conspiracy behind it. Oh, what is this? Well, I mean, everybody says that, you know, Marotic uh, came after Bobby Portis and Bobby was just defending himself. But I there, think it there might... There was rumors that also had been building for years. It might might have been coming on. But I think what, uh, what happened is Bobby uh, misheard Marotic talking about what country he was from. <laughs> what country Mar- Marotic is from? Yeah. Montenegro. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh, the oh! Yeah. He He's like, oh no! I said no. He, no, he said Montenegro. Bobby, Bobby, it was, it was Montenegro, right? Montenegro, That's Bobby. Where I'm from. Oh, that, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I th- Chuck, I think I think he got to the bottom of that. Right. I think that does. Uh, you know what? I think we can clear the air now. That's officially what happened. Oh. I've heard. Hold I've heard. On. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that me. Bobby Portis has tried to get in touch with with uh, Miritich, and, and Miritich has not no. received those calls. But that, that I don't think Bobby Portis watched a lot of Where in the World Is Carmen San Diego. That up does either. clear it up. I actually feel better. I was feeling yeah. really bad about the Bulls. Yeah, but don't worry, Bobby. It's it's going to be a while before Nikola Tesh again. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. I wrote that one. That was a good one. I wrote that. Uh, That's uh, great. Well, so you'll get more jokes like that offline. If you want to join our Patreon-only Slack chat, yep. and you can get involved with our fantasy stuff, we're doing the Pickle Pick'em Challenge, which resets every month. So if you go ahead and join now, you can uh, probably have a chance at winning the, the November prize. October might be out of reach, mm-hmm. I'll be honest. But if you want to support our show, get involved. I don't know, Keith. That, I think it's still very well within oh, yeah, reach. Yeah. <laughs> we are terrible. over 500. <laughs> Nobody's doing No well. one can pick against the spread. No. So if you want to get involved with us that way and get involved with all these games that have prizes and support our show, you can do all of that at patreon.com slash breakfast. All right. Steak and eggs. Best thing Oh my goodness, there's so many good things. The season has started. It's like drinking from the fire hose. Mm. Is it always this good? Always. I don't remember ever being this happy about basketball, even though I I love basketball. It's been bittersweet. It's been so good and everything's so unexpected that I literally, my list of people to apologize for was so long that I had to go full Weinstein. So yeah, (laughs) I'd say it's been pretty fun. It's been pretty fun. So anyway, our steak and eggs, best things. What's the best thing you saw in the last week? I mean, I don't know if you guys know this, but DeAndre Jordan and Andre Drummond have not missed a free throw yet this year. What? What? They are 10 for 10. Uh, small, was, small sample size. I was going to guess they were zero for zero. I didn't even know this. They're, they're really they 10 for 10. They're really 10 for 10 from the free throw line. Uh, DeAndre's hit four. DeAndre's hit four, and Andre Drummond's hit six. Stan Van Gundy is literally saying, it's fixed. It's over. He's got it. It's it's in the bag. He, we're going to leave him on the court all game now. No more hack of Drummond. So it, it's... It's incredible. Well, just just to think he, that these he's two talking guys talking out of both sides of his mouth then because he hasn't been playing Drummond as much as he usually does. Well, this is the new move. He wants to keep that streak going. Has how many times has Drummond hit six in a row in his career before this? That's a stat. We Let's get hunt. ESPN stats and info on that mm-hmm. if you can. It might be also Chuck. I think this might be stealing from you. 
Is that a Taco Bell unsustainable business model? Taco Bell unsustainable business model. I think that might be a Taco Bell unsustainable business model. Taco Bell (laughs) breakfast unsustainable business model. Um, Yeah, it's for sure those guys because uh, Andre uh, DeAndre Jordan is career forty three percent from the free throw line, and Andre is career thirty eight percent from the free throw line. Speaking of free throws. Andre Roberson, Robertson, excuse me. Andre oh. Roberson, shout out OKC Dream Team Podcast. Mm-hmm. Andre, Doing it again. Andre Roberson with the double air ball, consecutive air ball free throws. How does one do that? Chuck, you were bad at basketball your whole life. Mm-hmm. Have you ever airballed consecutive free I throws? I was so good at free throws. I actually won a Knights of Columbus free throw shooting competition in the sixth nice. grade. Um, or it's, are you shooting underhanded? Answer the question. I wasn't. I didn't I didn't do it like that. I had, I had a good stroke. I had a good rhythm, two bounce, spin, knee bend, shot. It was beautiful. Mm. How about that routine? But you know what I think might have happened? We might have had a uh, Space Jam situation where DeAndre and Andre uh, <laughs> sucked Markel Fultz's ability to shoot. And it's just theirs now. That could be true. That poor kid. You know, energy is all around us, and there's only so much. It's a push and a pull, man. It is, man. Markel Fultz's free throw shot uh, form looks like when I tried to get my son to throw a football with his left hand yesterday. Like, oh, so yeah, you are. You're (laughs) right-handed. There's no question. Man, that's that's a lot. It's incredible to watch. I was just thinking, two air balls on free throws in a row. I don't think I've ever done that. In a gym, not to mention a game. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever airballed two free throws in a row since I was nine. I, like, didn't I can't he remember. do this? Didn't he do this in the playoffs too? I know he had. Did he? Did he have back to back airballs again? I know he had the big I one mean, with, with a bench. The Rockets bench was going crazy. <clears throat> yeah, it was so bad it like ruined it. Ruined him for the playoffs. They, they were hacker rubber sending. How is that possible? How do you miss the yeah. rim? I don't get it. I mean, it's funny because the Thunder made these additions and we're all so excited about it. But until they kind of figure out who to play in Robertson's stead, they're going to have some problems because Pat Patterson's not ready yet. Mm-hmm. And well, Pat Patterson is, uh, I don't know what the <clears throat> proper analogy is. Got to be not hurt, right? He's not very spry out there. He, no, he, doesn't, he, he looks, does not look well. He looks horrendous. Um, so yeah, I mean, they actually still have something to fix in, in, in OKC, which, I mean, I don't know how you can land the two biggest free agents of the off season and, or not, not free agents even land the two biggest trades of the off season and somehow still have a gaping hole, but they kind of do. Yep. My best thing is related to Jared Bayless being back after missing most of the year, the year with injury is a couple other guys who I was not sure I was going to see again. I'm talking about you, friend of the show, Quincy Pondexter. Oh, Coupon. I actually saw Coupon play basketball. But even more than that, a guy who I don't think most NBA bloggers even thought would contribute again, Alec Burks for the Jazz, mm-hmm. has looked good. And with Dante Exum going down, with Rodney Hood hurting his calf, he's stepped up. He's a basketball player again. That's great news, man. Like, I really thought this guy was just like a total write-off, like his career's over. And seeing him bounce back, <laughs> seeing him contribute something off the bench, I was, I was really happy for him. And those Jazz look good. Was this just like his fourth or fifth year? Yeah, he's been around. I mean, because yeah. he, he signed an extension two years ago. But mm-hmm. again, like, it was one when you talk, when I interviewed the Jazz guy over the summer, it's just like... You didn't mention him. Is he going to contribute at all? It's like, you know, we, don't, we don't even think about him. Yeah. We don't even think about Keith, him. Keith has officially gone full small sample size theater on us here. Well, Chuck. that's us. I'm, I am too. <laughs> that's all we're doing. My I love best the, of the week is I, 10 free throws. Man, I, I loved the Jazz in the offseason, and through three games, they're doing it. Yeah. They're grounding people keep, into paste. I'm going to keep it going because I'm going to talk about guys who very well could disappear into the ether uh, or at, le- at the very least hit that rookie wall. I'm just so glad after years where we've had Brogdon Rookie of the Years, MC Dub Rookie of the Years, there's tons of fun rookies this year. Yeah. More than I can name off the top of my head, really. I mean, it's completely insane. What's like De'Aaron Fox, Dennis Smith, Jesus. De'Aaron Fox. Ben Simmons looks awesome. Lonzo looks awesome. We have different kinds of rookies. I was going to say De'Aaron Fox is incredible. Yeah. John Collins. just Just a couple of games. Uh, but that this is again fun. I mean, our listeners know I don't watch college. Chuck doesn't watch college, so like we we get a, a little glimpse of these guys at summer league. But just seeing him play a few NBA games, Darren Fox looks awesome. I mean, he gets none of the buzz that Lonzo Ball gets, obviously. But him on the Kings, he's so fast. He's, His first step is so quick. It's crazy to watch. He's just blown by everybody. 
another guy, John, who I'd never seen play basketball before for the Nets, Jarrett Allen looks like a stud, stud center, like Mm -hmm. owning the paint, blocking shots, big guy in there. Like, again, all these rookies here, like, this guy's good. Like, Ben Simmons doesn't really count, but he's playing 35 minutes a game and looking awesome. Like, again, I've said awesome like five times, but. Ben Simmons and Lonzo have that stuff that, like, you don't see rookies usually have, which is like the court vision and the and the passing skills. Yeah, you know, because they're not relying on just their burst and like going all out. You know, which rookies can do. It they're feels like Fox is kind of kind of that explosive Derrick Rose esque kind of athlete, and right. and Lonzo's and and Simmons do have that. It, it seems like the game's a little slower for them. Although Lonzo got his lunch ate by Pat Beverly. Which is, I think, a great first game for him because they're going to play him four times. I mean, very, I think, very nearly could have been my best of the week was Pat Beverly just <laughs> introducing him to the league in the most ferocious way possible. But I think that's a great way for you know to watch Ball's progression over the course of the season. If by the fourth game he doesn't look like a six-year-old on the basketball court, then you can say, okay, he can play. And maybe you can have some hope for the Lakers. Well, I mean, when you also, even though you're playing the Suns, which is a caveat you have to say, but Mm -hmm. when you bounce back with a a 29, 9, and 11 in your second game ever. But he did take 27 shots. I don't don't care. It doesn't matter. Like, like it's your second game ever. Right. Like, it doesn't matter who you're playing. There's some really really funny guys in the uh, field goal attempts column this year. Guys you weren't ready for. Oh, yeah. And that's what we like around here. Guess who who has the most field goal attempts in the league? Uh, Keith. I'll, Keith, you got this. Do I? Is it Vucevic? Uh, it's close. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's Dennis Schroeder. Oh, <laughs> Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, yeah. He was like 14 for 28 his first game. He destroyed someone in iShop. We're going to stop mentioning the iShop <laughs> Fantasy League. It's the best league It's ever. all we talk about. Um, <laughs> he's, like 20 for, he's like 20 for 60 already. It's yeah, cool. yeah. I would say I think he's taking 20 shots in every, in every game. <laughs> Vucevic has been a flamethrower, though. I know he's Good averaging 30-something 30, 30 points per game. All right. Magic and Henneral flamethrowers. <laughs> Opposite of... Jason, uh, Jonathan Isaac, another badass rookie. Oh, yeah. Uh, Josh Jackson in Sacramento looks good. And oh, stay no, no. tuned. Preview. Justin Jackson. Yeah. What's that? Justin Jackson. Josh Jackson is on the unfortunate Suns, Suns Island. Suns. I'm sorry. That's, yeah. I'm trying to talk about Josh Jackson. Sorry. Oh, Josh Jackson. I, I, yeah. He's throwing like Josh Jackson's another guy's showing high basketball IQ. Maybe not the best stats yet, but you can watch him play and he already knows what to do. And then, of course, uh, preview for the Grizzlies epilogue. Dylan Brooks. Oh, yeah. Dylan Brooks. First team all rookie. With Loving the greatest oh, yeah. gay porn actor name ever. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> I, right. Uh, but we didn't even mention uh, the Celtics rookie. Uh, oh, he's Tatum looks great, too. Great too. It, it's such it's, a deep class. It's a great year. Um, we were trying not to mention the Celtics, even uh, just too sad. Yeah. Just too upset. <laughs> yeah, right, anyway, well, so that's a, that's a natural transition. The opposite of our steak and eggs is cream of wheat. What's the cream of wheat worst thing? What's the worst thing you we'll saw? Keep, I'll keep it on the Phoenix Suns train with emo <laughs> Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> dudes out here tweeting lyrics to rise against songs and and it worked like he's he's gonna get traded he just tweeted out i don't want to be well, here that, that was the best that was the, that was the best what so, a sad move we're, we're recording this on monday afternoon which if you haven't learned is is going to be our time probably for most of this year we're, we're moving the real show of the week up early in the week but because of that so we're recording on this on monday afternoon so there will be more games later Monday night, obviously, before you hear this. But also, Eric Bledsoe could very well be traded by the time mm-hmm. you hear this podcast because things are moving so quickly. On Saturday was the hilarious, just the Suns are, are, are extreme garbage again. They already need a point guard again. They already rolled out the Alex Lynn, Tyson Chandler <laughs> lineup so like five minutes into oh. the second half of their third game. It's like you're giving up already. Like you've already run out of ideas. Uh, and then Eric Bledsoe tweets, I don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that was, fa- I just read it phonetically. I'm not doing an Eric Bledsoe voice. <laughs> but uh, hey, can you, can you phonetically read a uh, memo O'Cours uh, adios Instagram then? Because it is even more ridiculous. Yeah, I didn't even know what it meant. There was a bunch of F's, like just capital S's, F's and S's. MF is S's. Family first though. But, but anyway, so like, yeah, so Bledsoe tweets, I don't want to be just here. so sad. I just, just feel like he was putting on like black eyeliner while he was tweeting it. It's such a bad I, l- I feel like that dude is justifiably pissed. And he sad. should be. 
That franchise is a nightmare. They didn't, they didn't let him play last year. The coolest part yeah. of their whole season so far is five guys running in sync together. Which, truthfully, yeah, that was un- I've watched incredible. it a thousand times. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> For those that don't know, uh, Chuck, explain this miracle. I did, it's just they were playing Portland and there was a steal. Just a steal. They and all just turn in, in, in just perfect synchronicity. And their left foot all hit at the same time. It looks like a video game. They, it was. They are here to pour to be known as the Stepford Sons. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. It's great. Yeah, so, so Bledsoe tweets his thing. A few hours later, Earl Watson is fired. Uh, and then he tweets on Monday, he tweets, good morning. Yeah. Just randomly. And they tell him to go home. He shows up to practice and they say, just go home. Not playing. But I mean, this Sacramento. is a guy who wanted to play last year, was having a great yeah. season. And they're like, we're they trying to be bad. Last Quit. 14 games for no reason. I know people are saying we shouldn't be criticizing the Suns now for firing Earl Watson. I think we can because what did you expect? All summer, right. we were like, this is a clown organization. They don't know what they're doing. How can you build something good with just the same people? We assume they're not going to fire Earl Watson in the offseason because they they're cheap. Mm-hmm. We assume Robert Sarver doesn't want to pay two coaches, but now they've forced the hand by being so incredibly bad. I feel bad for Suns fans. Like, there's nothing to watch for this year. It was over a year since a coach had been fired. Actually, there is something to watch for. If you're in the eye shop at Negative Fantasy League, <laughs> you better get buy you Suns. Get Tyler you, Ulis. Buy get Suns hard. Bye, bye, bye. My worst thing, uh, I kind of think maybe no Willie Hernan Gomez playing. I kind of thought Willie Hernan Gomez was going to be the starting center for the New York Knickerbockers and another <laughs> just miserable franchise. He's not even in the rotation. Hmm. Killing yeah, me. I don't know what's going on. Like, well, I, I don't know, know what's going on there. I know Kylo Quinn's fun and all, but... Great beard. Yeah. I always confuse him with Terry O'Quinn <laughs> in my brain. <laughs> but I mean, I guess is it just because Willie can't shoot the three at all? But he, and I thought Horny he, wants he, him out there? Kind of can. I mean, I don't, I don't know, I man. Thought, I don't know what's going on. It seems I like mean, he'd Stapps be a, he'd looks be a, amazing, but that's it. Frankie Nicotine's down. Like, it seems the like Kanner would be more off the bench, but he's starting, and I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm down. I'm down on the Knicks. Yeah, they suck. Down on the Suns. Suck too. You know who's good? The Magic. I might have been wrong. That's so weird. Hazonia's so shooting. He's four out of five on threes. Oh. Eighty percent. Yeah. Small sample size. God, I, love, I love small samples. Frank sizes. Vogel pulling a Kaiser Soze on us, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that limp has gone away. <laughs> They're winning like without playing Aaron Gordon. It's terrifying. Uh, but but where do you guys think Blesso's going to go? I mean, I'm thinking Cavs could use a guy. Who's going to get him for like pennies on the dollar again? Is this is this the Thunder's next move? I don't know. I mean, like, again, wh- I'm nervous it's going to happen in in the 12 hours between us recording this right. and us releasing this. I feel like the Jazz like, could, could look at him. him back. Uh, the Nuggets, everyone is talking about the yeah. Nuggets. I feel like the Hornets should try to put something together to get him. I don't know. I mean, the Bucks. If the Bucks want to give them Jabari Parker from the Suns, I'd take a flyer on Jabari Parker. Why not? The Cavs could trade Wade and J.R. Smith. Uh, the Grizzlies could trade Chandler Parsons. <laughs> Although he's our ninth man now, and I'm kind of okay with him. Are you? Thank you, Chuck, for bringing up Dwayne Wade, because that is indeed my worst of the week. Ooh. Dwayne already done demoted himself Wade. Yes, there wasn't a meeting where LeBron told D- Wade that, hey, you're going to ask to be benched. Could you do that? Yeah, that this didn't happen. Uh, didn't happen at all. Uh, this this might also be Chuck's turkey bacon conspiracy <laughs> yeah. theory of the week because he went to Ty, Ty Lu and said, like, "Hey, Coach, I'm Dwayne Wade who wears track suits to ball games, looking like a tool. Uh, I'm I want to stop playing basketball more. I want to be relegated to the bench. Wrong. Didn't happen. Yeah, I think they said." We're going to do this, and we'll just pretend it's your idea. Cool. For the team. And we're cool. Yeah. And Dwayne Wade's like, no, but I want to come. And LeBron's like, no. No. Your idea. (laughs) Take it. Take it or we're (laughs) You go on social media and say, I want to do this. Winning. Or we're going to cut off your supply of That is my LeBron voice. I don't know if it's accurate or not. I don't want to be too broad with my impersonations. There's another uh, amazing, it's not quite as good as the Stepford Sons, but there's another um, Instagram video floating around of Ty Lue's face when he realizes oh god, Dwayne's not going to play any defense at all. Oh no. Do you get, did you guys see, and again, Stepford Sons, this looks like a man possessed by an alien. Do you guys remember the picture of Eric Bledsoe that came out at the Nike jersey reveal? 
There's like oh, this yeah. huge crowd of all the NBA players who are representing the teams with their new jerseys. And if you just cut out Eric Bledsoe's face, it is the face of someone who is either in a get out scenario or something where he's just like, I don't want to be here. I don't have anyone I can talk to. Would someone please rescue me? And, and, like, and now, and now, and now all makes sense. And, and I want to be freed. All right. Well, well, those are our cream of wheat's worst of week. Hassan Whiteside cocks it back. Two Waffle House presents scattered, How long have you waited for smothered, this? covered thoughts. If you're a new listener and none of that makes sense, I got nothing for you. You got to go back. However, I practiced saying it and said it correctly first try. <laughs> it was usually he stumbles <laughs> over it once or twice. So what? what, what, what usually what, we end up referencing like a, the tailbone or something yeah, like that. Somehow. Or Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The, my so my scattered is the. I'm loving my new Houston Rockets nicknames. Right? What, what do we got? We got uh, we got Eric Gordon. You gonna trust the Gordon Swisherman? That's my my favorite <laughs> one. <laughs> and then that's uh, deep. We gotta get. I feel like I've seen a photoshopped image of him in that rain slicker. I don't care. Does that exist? If it does, if it cares? doesn't, we're making it. We'll make it. That, no that's one has ever t- said Swisherman before this. Eric Gordon, Nick Swisherman. Is that Nick, a, might be. Uh, no, no. So uh, Eric Gordon. Gordon Swisherman's Gordon Swisherman trying to get all this my right. new one. Then I have uh I thought I saw uh PJ Tucker look looking a little chunky. Uh so it's PB and J Tucker. PB and J Tucker. Oh yeah, John saw where that was going. <laughs> he looks great though. He, he, looks does. In, he looks incredible. That team's great. I think even with Paul out for a few weeks, it'll be fine. They'll they'll manage to probably peel off, you know. 80% win. If you weren't, if you weren't going to go with uh, Eric Gordon Swisherman, I was going to go with Eric. My urine is full of PEDs. <laughs> yeah, he's Gordon. He's, that doesn't really roll off the tongue. No, no, no. Uh, I need to yeah. work, work well, that, on that homeboy, one. Homeboy is dunking on people. I know. <laughs> his, <laughs> looking good. his opening night performance, I was like, whoa. He took this Jordan man has Bell gotten to the rack. all the Jaguar growth hormones. Yeah. He is spry. He is fast. Also, PJ Tucker was incredible, despite the girth. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just his face. He's Eric got a Gordon fat face. saw the, the new acquisitions coming to town and went and got some of that Bane venom, man. Yeah, he's got some serious. He's jacked up. He's trying to be James back Harden to, is jacked up too. He man. does look good. A bunch of a bunch of players just look better this year physically. Because everybody's on that whole thirty. Although everybody everybody's going to Germany and back. Mm-hmm. Although, even though people are looking good, we we obviously have had the huge injuries, like the devastating loss to the the team we won't mention out of respect for their uh, loss. But also, you're seeing all these guys just miss a couple games. I know we're, we're like three or four games into the season, but it's like Dennis Smith looked good first game. Oh, he's a little sore. He's going to sit out the next two. Right. Miles Turner, incredible first game. Yeah, he's, he's going to sit out a couple of Embiid, like, <laughs> yeah, Embiid is is already sitting. Oh, yeah. already uh, Kawhi hasn't even played, mm-hmm. so I I know they spaced the schedule out, and I know they told people not to rest. Like you can't rest your guys, but kind of feels like we're uh, you know we're not even to where the season normally tips off, like mm-hmm. in previous years, and already the players are getting rested. Well, I think this is the the move of the whole you know six sigma. Uh, management philosophy of making sure that the the talent is taken care of and uh they're doing that i think all that preemptive kind of like uh rest and and you know repair days are are an important part to a long nba season especially when you have the playoffs in mind i got another theory i think you know you see those guys on the end of the bench who never play those are the blood bags. Those are the blood boys for the stars now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just down there to keep cleaning, getting that clean blood. But I think LeBron it, and all his fellas go that, out whenever he wants. I think the Grizzlies waved uh, Wade Baldwin mainly because they, they caught him sneaking donuts. <laughs> and they were like, you're a blood boy. You, <laughs> you can't, can't be eating donuts. <laughs> no. Like for one reason, Wade. It's like and it's for your sweet, of, sweet young blood. <laughs> that episode of Silicon Valley. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's 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 funny to see that you know some of these teams are are taking this big long approach, and then some teams are just you know playing LeBron James forty minutes a game. So uh, Kyle Kuzma is Ku- still is still good. Kuzma, daddy. His. Uh, his, you know, summer league per 36 stats were unbelievable. His preseason 36 stats were still un- unbelievable. Now that he's played three games, his per 36 stats are still unbelievable. He's still averaging, you know, 20 points, six boards, two assists. He's the anti-Donovan Mitchell. 
Yeah, yeah. Donovan mm-hmm. Mitchell uh, learning curve is slow. Not Ooh. not catching on. Not not hitting his shots. Although I'm, I'm still I'm not out on Donovan Mitchell. I still think uh, he'll catch on, but hasn't hasn't found his stroke yet. Um, he's gonna he's gonna get run now though. That uh, there's an injury there. So in looking back at our over under projections from last week, which teams are you the most concerned that you were wrong about? And which teams are the ones you feel like the most good about y- your prediction? Well, before I even get into that, I, I just said that there's an injury in Utah. Uh, actually, it's just uh, or <coughs> an injury. <coughs> actually, it's just Rodney Hood pooping his pants before games. <laughs> that And that can't be overlooked. That's got to be the best DNP I've seen in a long time. It's like gastrointestinal pain. Mm. <laughs> I feel like we had that before. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't there someone who I think ate, it was who, Rodney Hood? It was Rodney Hood. Oh, it was, it was Rodney last year. Again, Rodney, did that, that dude's got Crohn's or he's or, got ulcerative colitis. Well, I mean, IBS nothing, or nothing to make fun of. No, man. IBS. No, it's it's sad. He's Crohn's missing NBA horrifying. games for pooping. Yep. <laughs> well, which team? Uh, team that yeah. team that I feel. I mean, this this really could last a very very long time. <laughs> I mean, Pistons clearly have the the next All Star in Noob Saibot, Tobias Harris. Pistons hey, look fun. Shout out! I said he was going to average twenty points a game. It looks well. He's averaging the most points per game for any uh, Pistons player in the first few games since the one, the only Jerry Stackhouse has Ooh. averaged twenty nine points a game. Oh, shout out! Stackhouse. Praise, praise be his name. Yeah, I mean, there's just, a lot of teams that, that we thought were going to have nothing seem to have something. I think we can't stop mentioning the Magic, but that's just very, very shocking. Yeah, yeah. Magic were a team I thought was going to completely lose. I will say, however, I think I said there's a solid chance they would go like 20 and 20 and then the wheels would fall off. So I'm still holding on hope hope to that. But them them beating the Cavs definitely is shocking. Vucevic doing his early season uh, flamethrowing routine, which he's done before, but hit him hitting threes, him hitting threes yeah, above, above hitting the threes. break. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty good. Hey, how about this? I thought Denver's like the, the silver, like What's the opposite of a silver lining? Like their their Achilles heel was going to be defense. Looked pretty awesome defensively thus yeah. far. Well, they needed to. Do we make yeah. anything of Jokic not shooting at all? Not scoring? Uh, He's got like five points on the happening. year. <laughs> He's still contributing in other ways. I, I think he just got he you know he missed like ten shots in a row. So like that kind of gets in your head a little bit. But he's still contributing other ways. And it looks like the guys they brought in like are really going to help them defensively. And hey, that's that was the hole right. They can yeah. play offense. They play fast and at altitude. If they can play any defense, they'll be good. I mean, I guess we'll go ahead and get into it. I did not think the Grizzlies would look even close to this good. Oh, my God. That game against the Warriors. Marcus Gasol. Even close. Back. I mean, I thought they're, they're right now playing out what I spelled out as the optimistic take. No, I didn't yeah. think they'd whip the Warriors. I don't, I don't think they're going to win 50 games still. But, like, obviously very, very encouraging Early returns. They have a second unit for the first time in like yep. three years. Young kids, too. Where when the guys come in, you're like, oh, this is Daily, cool. Daily Brooks. My and, God. All, and they did this all without Jermichael Green, mm-hmm. who we thought Jermichael Green was a key for that. Team. Was definitely a key cog. I mean, it's incredible the back from the dead redemption story of Andrew Harrison and Jarrell Martin, who are starting. Yeah. These, Jarrell these seems are fine. If you pulled us. And any other Grizzly writer, Grizzly blog, about which guys were going to get cut from like Grizzly's training camp, everyone thought it was going to be Jerome Martin and Andrew Harrison. We thought that was the most obvious choice of guys to cut. And uh, lucky for us, they didn't. And then now these guys are starting. And again, after two games before we release this episode, they'll play at the Rockets. We're assuming that's a loss. You know, if it's not, all right, mm-hmm. let's get excited. But uh, yeah, thing, things looking real good. I feel good. It's about funny my how the narrative can change so quickly because I watched the Grizz roll over the Pelicans, and all I can think about is, dear God, the Pelicans are bad. Yeah, yeah. Three yeah. games in, now I think the Pelicans might be kind of okay, and the Grizzlies look good. So I mean, it's just funny how like, and I'm sure you know, weeks from now, everything will have evolved so much in our minds. But it's just amazing the swings you make early in a season because you're desperate to draw something. No, from we it. don't know anything. Yeah, yet. I will say one under pick I made that I don't feel good about is the Milwaukee Bucks because maybe Giannis is something different. Neo from the The next evolutionary step. His uh, average in negative 58 points in our fantasy. Negative fantasy. I shop. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> but uh, having the, him on your team will ruin your his, his forty like forty four points, game winning blocks, him s- just skating in from half court that last for dunks is terrifying. He's made seven shots from outside eight feet. I hate. I I don't really even love like their roster, but everything they do is great. No, they're being crazy. I mean, they just picked up DeAndre Liggins and gave him big minutes. What what are they doing? The, they do get credit for having these interpositional, tall, lengthy guys who can just be out there to spread the court and play defense, which is good. But still, it's all on Tedekumpo, and it is glorious. Imagine when he can oh, develop man. If, a three point shot. If he had a good, pl- if he had like somebody else, I'm a little worried about my boy, future Grizzly Chris Middleton. <clears throat> yeah, he, he seems really bad. He still <laughs> seems, I mean, not terrible, but he, he doesn't seem as elite as he did pre hamstring tear last year. Uh, I kind of hoped he would bounce back, but he still more resembles sluggish Chris Middleton from the end of last year than the pre injury look. Well, let's move to the award segment of the program. My baby's back. The International Stack House of Pancakes Award, which is given to the worst performance in a box score. We had many, many submissions. (laughs) The first week of the season, not even a full week, mind you, provided many familiar names. Like I uh, I recently went to my 20-year high school reunion. It's kind of fun. This is a little bit of that. I'm looking at these names. Oh, good to we're see really, you again. We're, we're really going to do this? <laughs> what? You're not, you're not just going to give it to him? Oh. Oh, no. Well, we all know who won. <laughs> I mean, if you okay, watch the right, International Stack House. Right. But, <laughs> we've been keeping track but we have to go more th- than we, most. We have to go through the ceremony at no, least, John. I've been, I've been right, waiting, okay. I've been waiting months for right. the ceremony. I guess you're right. So here's the... Uh, Here's Ordinary the, people did win best Oscar that one year against Raging Bull, so let's hear it. <laughs> let's hear. Uh, these are the honorable mentions, and again, a very familiar bunch of faces. Buddy Heald, one for 10. Marco Bellinelli, one for 10. Jamal Murray, one for nine. Malik Monk, welcome to the party, one for nine. Frank, the foreman, Kaminsky, one for nine. Mario Chalmers, another redemption story, mm-hmm. one for nine. Brandon Ingram, going to be here a lot, three for 15. And Dennis Schroeder, five for 22. Our three nominees presented chronologically as they occurred during the week. Stanley Johnson, opening night in a win against the Hornets, an NBA record for opening nights, 0 for 13. Yowza. 0 for 6 from downtown. Two points, four boards, one assist, four steals, which is awesome. No turnovers, two personal fouls. I did have lots of Pistons fans tweeting at me, hey, the box score doesn't tell the whole story. Fine. This award That's is not just what we're playing here. The box score. <laughs> Over 13, one of the worst Over performances in league history. Mm-hmm. Our next nominee, Austin Rivers, in a win versus the Lakers. He was one for 11, two points, two assists, two steals, one turnover, two personal fouls. And then, familiar friend, Terrence Ross, in a win against the Cavaliers. He was one for 11, three points, three boards, two assists, one turnover. So we have Stanley Johnson, 0 for 13. Austin Rivers, 1 for 11. Terrence Ross, 1 for 11. Stanley Johnson, come on down. Oh, you're the next winner, winner, chicken dinner. Stanley Steamer. Yeah, he took a steamer. That's a unanimous selection for Stanley Johnson. Congratulations, bud. Every every time he sucks, I'm glad the Heat didn't get him instead of Justice Winslow. And then every time Justice Winslow sucks, <laughs> I'm mad we didn't get Stanley Johnson. I gotta say, Stanley Johnson's opening night was a very it was the best moment in Jacques Watch history in the last two years. <laughs> I think two years we got up to an 0 for 18. Yeah. Very exciting. The Jacques Watch is trying to get to Jacques Vaughn's record 0 for 22 start to a season. Right now, the Jacques Watch meter is uh, at very cold. Mm-hmm. We only have Pat Patterson, the aforementioned, who does not look okay. He's 0 for 6. And Tyler, uh, Tyler Eulis, also 0 hey. for 6. Who's probably about to be the starting guard out there. So, so I, you know, honestly, watch these Suns games. He could get some shot attempts going up, but nothing in his, his first year showed me that he has, the, has it in him to put up an 0 for 22. All right, so before our Grizz epilogue, part fadeaway, what else are we looking forward to in the coming week? I'm looking forward to seeing if the Raptors are as awesome as they seem. Can they keep this up? Because they seem... 
pretty much unstoppable right now. Um, I really like who they've added. Uh, one thing that's really kind of become clear to me anyways is that this is DeRozan's team, and Lowry can kind of take a step back, which is good because he's great with the bench unit anyways. So, I mean, are the Raptors this good? Because uh, if, if so, I think I'm feeling good about, you know, they might be the team that challenges the Cavs instead of the uh, Celtics, which we're losing Hayward kind of a lot of the luster had been off of that stone. I mean, you got OG Anuobi. With who, them short, awesome. shorts. Another rookie steal. Uh, I could not believe his, his pants. Wow. Vacuum sealed into his butt crack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, CJ miles. You could see so many things. Uh, also, it, it, he has full leggings that don't meet the socks. Love it. Wow. I don't think this. I don't think David Stern would allow this. Good. This is like uh, the sequel to Coming to America. We've all been wanting. But anyway, yeah, that's an, he's another rookie who looks awesome. Everyone is kicking themselves who picked in the teens in the draft because this is the guy. Everyone's like he's good, but he's hurt. And now yeah, he's it, like no one knew what that injury was, and now it turns out it was nothing. And it is weird. You said that it looks like it's a uh, it's DeRozan's team. Lowry, after a couple games, has taken a back seat. Valanciunas looks great, but he's he's banged up. He's going to miss the game on Monday night, I, I believe. So yeah, that's a great thing to, to look forward to. I think I'm most focused on can the Jazz do it all year long with the defense? Like after three games, it's like, oh, this is what I hoped might happen. Like they're winning games, they're in games, they look really good. Like can that work for a whole season of not having offense and, and grinding teams again into a Joe Joablo and Glace had a great game. Um, I do feel like they need another score. But Eric, uh, Bledsoe. I know, Ooh. right? Come I don't on. know if he's a great fit there, but it, he's really not actually. Because I mean, right now they have one of the best assist rates in the league, which I know three games, et cetera, et cetera. But I don't think Eric Bledsoe coming in will help that at all. Because he because he wants the ball in his hands. Well, mine is uh, continue to watch James Johnson dunk on people. He smashed. Victor Oladipo's soul. It's I know. glorious. It was a he great also dunk. smashed Kelly Olenek to the bench forever, I think. Olenek's playing that that weird stretch five kind of role for him. He played more They got to start Johnson. They got to start Johnson. He looks so him. good. He's so good. Why He's didn't so teams good. play him, Grizzlies and Raptors? I know. He's so I, stupid. He looks so great. Um, but, yeah, it, it'll see. I'm looking at my team because that's how I look through the league. It's through the, the lens of being a Miami Heat homer. <laughs> so uh, this year, you know, w- w- watching my boys uh, with Hassan going with that grown man double double, uh, and still losing, give, does not make me happy because I'm hoping it's not some sort of Ewing, Ewing theory thing where he goes out and they're better because they he went out and then they ended up beating Indiana by a bit. So I don't know. I like where your head's at though. I'd like to hear about this urine theory. The urine theory, Patrick <laughs> urine. <laughs> you know the guy. <laughs> he used to play for the New York Knicks. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna figure something out with urine theory. I'll, I'll, I'll be back with urine theory. Next <laughs> we'll week. have a whole nother segment. That's pretty good. It might go to Eric Gordon's drug test, but uh, that is pretty good. <laughs> that should be it. Who, who do we think is on PEDs this week? It's the urine yeah. theory. The, the asparagus omelet, <laughs> sticky urine theory. All right, all right. Well, thanks you guys to listening. If you want to stick around for the Grizzlies epilogue, please do that. Thanks to Fantrax Fantasy Sports. If you want to go and support the show, you do that at patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at fastbreakbreak. All right, you guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing. All right, Grizzlies epilogue. Insert sponsor here. Got to get one. Who needs a Who needs a Grizzlies epilogue in their lives? Hmm. Uh, Hugh babies. Hugh babies. Hugh babies. Talk to, I still haven't been. It's so good. Oh. I have like an I have like an actual lunch break, kind of close to Hugh babies. I, should, I think I can pull it, it off. Well, what's an in and out from. time? There's a quick in and out. It's not oh bad. Oh my god! It's so fast. They have so many people it's working amazing. there. I was oh, sitting there great. talking to John. It is such like, a retro weird experience that I think they put a terrible speaker on the drive-through thing on purpose. On purpose. For the for the aesthetic. that is so hipster. I love it. I'm surprised you <laughs> like it, John. I feel like you would actually recoil at that. Oh, it, it's it being was so obvious. For me. Okay, <laughs> it was torture. For, I was just sitting there going, "What? <laughs> yeah, I, I have to come to the menu."
We're going to number four with trees, three number twos, four number sevens. <laughs> All right. Uh, we kind of touched on a good bit of this. Obviously, the Grizzlies looking really good in their first two games. Doing it, the Warriors game incredible. Doing it without Mike Conley looking very good. Although, hello, my captain, taking Draymond off the dribble twice in a row down the oh. stretch in the fourth quarter, just going straight up mano a mano and, and beating him like you know you're playing your younger brother in the backyard. That I was. I think Mark spent all offseason playing NBA Street because they are just breaking dudes off with Oof. moves. Oh, and also the yeah, Clay the, Thompson, the Clay Thompson move. That so might have been my most retweeted tweet. I don't even know it, why it was. I mean, it was cool, it was but it, the it wasn't coolest. Wasn't that cool? Seeing a dude seven foot two do that, and not like Giannis Antetokounmpo, life agile, sinewy, seven foot two, (laughs) Burger King, (laughs) big burrito, Mark Gasol, (laughs) paella eating ass. It looked like it looked like a. It's like when Stan Van Gundy was doing crossovers. You're just like, what is what is that? What is that? So, John, what do you think? Not getting too carried away after two games and knowing they're they're probably going to get their tails handed to them in Houston. How are you tempering? What? No. Your, okay, you're all on board. How are you? How are you tempering your expectations, or are you tempering your I'm expectations? Not tempering them. So what I'm do you? I'm not ex- tempering them. What? I've got another million dollar T-shirt idea. <laughs> dilly Dilly Brooks shirts. Dilly Dilly. Stupid Budweiser commercial. People love that thing. I was at a wedding this weekend. Everyone was singing Dilly Dilly. Got to make Dylan Brooks shirts, dilly dilly shirts. I don't even I'm think... coming back from this trip. We're going to be rich. Between this and Beavis and Butthead, we're, it's T-shirt time in Tennessee. <laughs> I so, love it. Look, you... I thought the Grizzlies were going to suck. I'm amped up. I'm thrilled to be wrong. Yeah. I mean, so far the Chalmers, like Chalmers didn't even shoot well, but just having the ball handling. You just need the somebody. Chalmers ball handling, the Tyreek Evans, who I besmirched on a couple shows, he's looked good so far. His 38% three-point shooting from last year, again, through two games, he's hitting him. He's like, right. his, his form release looks good. But also, your boy... Dilly, Dilly, Dilly Brooks, second minutes played on the team, first in my heart. We're doing all this with Jermichael <laughs> Green out. Maybe Jermichael Green, you're in theory. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, because Jarrell Martin, having Jarrell Martin and James Ennis being able to fill the court, fill the wings, get up and down the court, it's looked so good. I don't know, though. We don't even have any Wayne Selden stories yet. I I mean, but I'm with you. What you said earlier, I thought against the Pelicans, they looked awful. Like I, I was like, wow, we are terrible. And the Grizzlies beat the Pelicans because Dylan Brooks was beating... Jordan Crawford no longer on the Pelicans and <laughs> and Darius Miller off the dribble relentlessly. The Grizzlies right. scored all their buckets against whoever was playing forward. And so I like again huge Tony Allen homer. I watched the Pelicans games being like you guys are losing because you're not playing Tony Allen. That's like all you got to do. Because Dylan Brooks is beating whoever uh you know right. Jordan Crawford off the dribble me, for layups. It seems to me small sample size be damned the Grizzlies are going to really struggle against teams with good front courts and just eat teams with bad front courts alive. Which is really surprising. I mean, that's like, yeah. the, that's like the reverse thing. I mean, I, well, I Mark don't... has the space now to do. Mark is basically doing pump and goes from the three point line on other giant mutants. They're going to yeah. have to put, put smaller guys on him. Rebound. He eats Zaza's up. Yeah, that's glorious. I said rebounding is still a problem and it's still going to be a problem. Uh, they're going to get whipped on the boards by people. Chandler Parsons can't get rebounds. Although, Hey, shout out Chandler Parsons. He has looked competent on defense. Like he's played really good positional defense. He had some deflections against Anthony Davis. He looked good. He's kind of a good team defender. Yeah. Like he really was in the right spots. You know, he, he obviously missed those, missed those free throws against the Pelicans got booed at home, but he had a couple threes against the Warriors. He had that one he had a hilarious Pelicans. three against the Warriors. <laughs> Yeah, like so, like he's fit again, again, like ninth man Chandler Parsons. Okay, I can get behind it. So it's almost like a page out of the Miami Heat book, Chuck, uh, which I just said Miami Heat to to wake Chuck up. Yeah, I was Um, texting, but it 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 is the (laughs) it is them using the entire roster. Well, and and part of it too is Miami's philosophy is, hey, let's bring this damaged guy in with kind of a decent NBA skill set. And we develop them and get them to buy into the system. 
And that's why you sure their philosophy isn't to tamper with everyone and bring in the three best players. I'm not so sure. yet. Oh no, that's not <laughs> what we've been doing recently. This is what we've been doing recently is taking guys like James Johnson and Dion waiters who the rest of the league thought weren't worth anything. Yep. You didn't even put, say Hassan Watside. Listen to you. I mean, that's I've obviously in closing. <laughs> I will be back next week with a t-shirt that somehow incorporates Dylan Brooks, Budweiser, a crown and my erect nipples. <laughs> that's that is, it that's all i got to say i have to leave now that sounds perfect thanks you guys for checking out the grizz epilogue you guys are the best arrive safely yeah no apologize for being gng fab break break man you understand Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.